Welcome to the Imagine Mom Cast. This is your host, Elaine Kohanowitz, and today we are going to be talking to Chris Cooper from Chris Cooper Live. And I'm so excited to be talking to him. A little um, disclaimer so if you have kids listening, I d- we will say um, at least one bad word in this, and you'll understand why when it comes through on the interview. So, one more time, if you've got kids around and you don't want them to hear, a little bit of profanity, then um, you might want to not let them listen to this episode or maybe put your earphones in. Um, again, you'll understand why when we get a little bit more into the interview. But I'm so glad to have you here. And remember, we're here for real talk, real Jesus, and real fun. And I hope that you find all that today. So check it out. Here it goes. Here it goes. Okay, so so thank you everyone for joining us today. I'm so excited. I'm here with Chris Cooper from Chris Cooper Live. If you <laughs> want to catch him on Instagram or anywhere else. And he is a master at helping people not be procrastinators. So he has got some awesome, awesome help for all of you procrastinators. I'm only having him on here because... That's me. (laughs) (laughs) So he's going to share some really great practical tips with us uh, towards the end of our uh, interview. So stay tuned. Don't go off. We want to find out a little bit more about him first. And before we do that, I am going to share with you his new book, which is called Get Shit Done. So... If you need to get shit done, <laughs> you need to get this book. I just got it. I got it on Amazon. I've been reading it. The first like two pages were so convicting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he's reading my mail. Ah. <laughs> and I have to share this with you guys because it's just too funny. Um, my son and um Probably someday to be daughter-in-law bought me this for Christmas. It says I used to just crastinate, but then I got so good that I decided to go pro. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, So hopefully that will not be true soon. I'm I'm going through the book. I'm trying to follow the steps. I'm so excited to have you here today, Chris, to to share with us. So before we get into all that, I want to hear a little bit more about you, um, who you are, where you live, and about your family and all that. So give us the goods. All right. Well, first of all, like I am so excited to be here um, with you and, and, and your wonderful audience. Um, I don't take it lightly um, when I'm asked, you know, to, to be on podcasts and to different types of uh, programming. So I definitely count that as an honor and a privilege to be able to serve today. So thank you uh, for the opportunity. Thank you. Um, so, thank you. So as you said, I'm Chris Cooper. Um, I'm actually originally from Philadelphia. Um, I now reside in Atlanta. I've been here for about 20 years or so. And um, I think my story is not very uncommon, uh, but I do think that there's always nuggets along the way um, that that ultimately shaped who I am today. Um, so once again, um, from Philadelphia, uh, my mother had me. She was very young. She was only 16. 
Okay. And um, my family was very adamant about the fact that growing up in the inner city of Philadelphia and all that kind of stuff would not be a good thing, you know, for her bringing a child into the world and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 amazing because um, uh, my faith is so important and my mother's faith was so important to her as well uh, that she said literally when she was carrying me uh, that God told her that I would grow up and become who I am today. Um, wow, that I would be, that's so cool. I, I would be a vessel to you know, to, to inspire and to touch lives all across the world. Um, so give it up for my mom for making intelligent yeah, decisions. Awesome. <laughs> Yay, that mama. Awesome. I love them. Hi. No, that and, really is a lot. I mean, to be 16 and to keep you and to love you and to make you like her priority is really impressive. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And I know it speaks to the core of, of moms out there, you know, and that mother's love um, is the reason that I'm sitting before you today. Um, I was very fortunate, you know, um, as I said, my story is not crazy, unlike uh, a lot of people that, that I knew growing up where I grew up. Um, so my biological father was not in my life for, for a considerable amount of time. Um, he, um, you know, he didn't live that far from where I grew up, but mm. uh, he um, was uh, just not present, you know, and, and, I, yeah. and I, like most individuals growing up in that situation, went through all of the the things, right? The the rejection, the the wanting to know why the things were the way they were, um, and it actually wasn't until um, I got to college that I realized uh, that it didn't matter who did what, when, where, why to us. It's what I was going to do with my life to make it better um, and to make it, you know, and to make a great situation. Um, yeah. So fast forward, I was very fortunate. You know, my drug of choice was achievement. You know, so I threw myself into oh wow to all types of things. You know. I was, uh, you know, love the arts, you know, I was athletic, so I ran track, I was student body nice. president from 7 to 17, you know, and I was just... No, kind of, you really? Yeah, <laughs> I was just pulling on all these things, you know, trying to garner and get, um, you know, affirmation um, and um, and love from, uh, you know, in, in the form of praise from other individuals. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was, it was constructive, thank God. Um, and it yeah. led me, like I said, to Atlanta. I was very fortunate to get a scholarship to college. It was the only way I was going to be able to go. Um, and I was really good at math and science. So that opened up the door um, for me to, to study math at Morehouse College, industrial engineering at Georgia Tech it was a dual degree program. So I got two degrees, you know, in five years. And um, it just made me think about my life and my world and what I wanted and, you know, and all those types of things. Um, so I was able, very blessed, you know, uh, to, to matriculate through the program, to do well. Um, I'm, uh, I guess, somewhat of anytime somebody tells me I can't do something, it makes me want to do it more. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you know, honestly, though, uh, so because my son, Daniel, and you met him, um, we, we, you know, he was thinking about engineering, too, very seriously. In fact, we'd gone to some schools and everything. Um, but I remember, like, the, the counselor was, like, talking to him one day at school from from the high mm-hmm. school counselor and, like, are you sure you want to be an engineer? Mm-hmm. Because he's such a people person. And mm-hmm. so are you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like such an unusual combination, it, you know, to is. have that math and science like ability yeah. and also the people yeah. side. Yes. But you know what? They can really marry up well. And that was what, what, what happened for me. Um, I realized when I was in college, I interned and I realized. So they told me, I, OK, they told me I wasn't going to be able to intern, study abroad and graduate on time. I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to do all three. <laughs> so 
So I interned, you know, with some with some big company, Texaco, because um, originally I went to school. I, I thought I wanted to be a chemistry and chemical engineering major. And I went to go work on they put me on the oil rig in the middle of the, of the ocean. Oh, wow. In Mexico, the Gulf of Mexico. I said, uh, not for me. Not going to do it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, I tell students all the time that if you find out what you internships and experiences and co-ops and stuff are great, because if you don't figure out what you want to do, you for damn sure will find out what you don't want to do. That's for <laughs> and sure. And it was a great experience before you get too far in. And exactly. so that actually oh, took, so true, so right? true, right? Because if you right. you know go through the whole thing and then you realize at the end, oh my gosh, this is not what I signed up for. Exactly. And so and so for me, you know, it was huge, you know, in that I uh, I learned a lot about myself and engineering. For me, I knew I wanted to be on the people side. I liked engineering because of the fact that it was about solving problems. And even what I do now is solving problems, right? Yeah, that's true. It taught me to be analytical and it taught me um, to think outside the box. And it told me that there are frameworks and, and, and scenarios, but at the same time, you have to have a strategy to be able to act, to execute those tactics. So mm. all of those things, whether they seem like two completely different pages and two, diff two different books, they can actually marry up um, well. So that's, I guess, the next part of the story yeah. is that when I graduated, I was very fortunate um, which was unusual at the time, um, I had 10 job offers. You know, I had some engineering job offers. I had consulting job offers. I had investment banking um, um, offers as well because I did minor in econ and I got a financial certificate because I wanted everything. I was like, give me everything. I want all of it, you know. <laughs> I had studied abroad in France. I had done all these oh, different wow. types of things. And That's it was so great that when I came out, I made a decision. And the decision I made was to go into consulting because I knew that consulting would give me the opportunity to learn a lot about a different, a lot of different things in a short amount of time. And mm -hmm. so that's what I did. And using that engineering mind taught me how to solve problems, taught me client best practices. Yes. And then that led me, you know, as I, as I did the consulting, then I got into um, some IT stuff, some programming project management. I'm not the IT guy, as you can see, I don't look like them, act like them, et cetera. But my soft skills, my soft skills, those things, those intangibles that you talked about with Daniel as well, those were the decision makers and those were the game changers for me. And those skills allowed me to get promoted three times in 18 months and become one of the youngest junior executives ever with that uh, major uh, technology and telecom company. And, yeah. um, and, and I tell people to this day that had it not been for both the technical expertise and the soft skills, I wouldn't have gotten to that point. Yes. So, I, so I made it kind of like an indirect mission <laughs> to help technical people because they usually don't have soft skills. Right, <laughs> so yeah. kind of, you know, a, a, you know, amp those up um, so they can do it. So I always joke. I say now, you know, I went to school for all that stuff. I worked and I worked in corporate, did all that kind of stuff. But when I stepped out, I said I became a practical psychologist. That's it. Pra I use practical stuff and psychology to solve problems and to help individuals, whether it's stop procrastinating, start a business, write a book, you know, you know, become a speaker, become a coach, you know, all, all of the, it's the same principles um, at the core. And I do owe that to my, you know, foundational learnings um, in, ironically, engineering and technology and math and. and wow. And, so, 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 so our, so our listeners know, so what you do now is you're like a success coach. Yes. 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 So basically I'm, I'm, well, official title is lifestyle and procrastination expert. <laughs> and, <laughs> and basically what that means, you know, is that I help, you know, folks just like you entrepreneurs, as well as professionals, stop quitting, stop procrastinating and start succeeding in their business in every area of their life. 
Um, so that's kind of, you know, and, you know, my official title, like I said, lifestyle procrastination expert. Um, <laughs> also, they call me an elite, you know, peak performance um, and business results coach, executive coach, et cetera. Um, so I have lots of different titles, but at the end of the day, I help people solve, prob- solve problems and I help individuals close the gap from where they are to where they ultimately want to be. Yes. And just so you know, like you actually work with mostly women. Yeah, it's funny. It's, I run 75 over, it's probably more about 80% of my clientele now are women. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're definitely familiar with the women, the woman's plight. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and and also, because I think some people might not be familiar with this, and I've just become really familiar with it, you know, re- more recently, is just that, you know, uh, like most people who do what you do, it's it's not usually just about their work, although it is mm-hmm. about their work, but it's more of like about their life. Exactly. And their families. And, you know, and that's the families, most important thing, yeah. as you said. So for me, you know, I um, said, got, you know, started working, building a company, came out of corporate uh, back in 05, um, I was at the time about to get married, you know, all that kind of stuff. I knew I wanted a life because when I was in corporate, and I'm sure I, I know a lot of moms, uh, whether they're at home or at work, can experience this. Those 18-hour days, six day a week, they they wear you out. Yeah, <laughs> they completely yeah. wear you out. And I wanted more for my life. Um, and then shortly after getting married, we had our first son, and then you know, and then another son. Like you know, it was just like this this going, going, going. You know, and then I was in the executive MBA program at NYU, and I was working, and I, and I was trying to build a bit. Like, it was just all of these things, right? Yeah. Um, and, and pulling all these pieces together. Uh, but I understood what was really important, and it wasn't the money and it wasn't, um, you know, these accolades and thank God I've, you know, won awards and, <laughs> and all that kind of great stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was really about my family and the legacy that I wanted to leave for my children. I have two boys. I have a, a 15 year old, um, who's a sophomore in high school and I have a brand, brand new, uh, sixth grade middle schooler. Nice. Um, and they are my entire life. Um, uh, my my ex-wife and I were together for about almost 10 years, uh, went through a divorce, and that was the hardest experience that anybody could imagine. I don't wish that on anybody. Um, thank God, fast forward, we're, we're, great, we're great friends all over again, amazing co-parents. Um, great. Really put our, our faith, not only in God, but in our ability to work as a unit and as a team for our children. Um, and I yeah, think that is- You do some co-parenting amazing. coaching, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. I actually help uh, individuals figure out and get clear on, OK, what is this really about? It's not about what she did or what she said or what you said and what he did. And it, it's OK. That it's what, what has been said and what has been done has been done. So what are yeah. you going to do now to ensure that these children, right, which which we which you owe them everything. They didn't ask to be here. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. What, what are we going to do to make sure that they are able and capable of being amazing humans, you know, and yeah, really yeah. You know, live up to their potential and show them examples of healthy relationships and, and, and healthy interactions and healthy, um, you know, just lifestyle overall um, to ensure that they're able to do some stuff. So I'm very, very grateful um, to do that. Ironically, I'll tell you a quick story with that. Um, oh, one thing I left out, I also, uh, once I came out of corporate, I went heavily into personal development. I am, I, I, yes. I, the mantra is I am a student first, a teacher second, and a 
the servant always. That's the way I think about my life. And, and, and I've poured myself into self-development for the last over a decade and a half now. I'm learning from all the greats, the Brian Tracy, the Tony Robbins, all these kind of great names I'm sure that maybe some of your audience is familiar with. Um, but um, I had the opportunity to be coached by um, Tony Robbins and his team. And as a result of us working together, me, he, my coach and I, um, just developed a bond. We're like brothers for life, even to this day. And he asked asked me to come on board and become, you know, a coach. I went through the process over 500 individuals, narrowed it down to about 40 of us. We went through an intense, you know, intake coaching training certification process. And that was with Tony Robbins. Yes, with Tony and 30 of us at the end of the thing, I actually became Tony Robbins, uh, you know, elite you know, peak performance and business results coaches. And it it changed my life, you know, and you talk about the work and you talk about understanding self and you talk about why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just so masterful in, in breaking all of those elements of your life down in a way that you can literally create what you want for you. And as I said, for me, it's all about family. It's all about legacy. It's all about impact. It's all about touching as many people as possible. It's all about solutioning. And and that in itself is, you know, is why I am who I am today. So people are like, oh my God, you went from technology and engineering to talking. I did. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> if I can do it, <laughs> if I can do it, anyone can do it. Like it is so, you know, and, and I help, like I said, I help other coaches, you know, learn how to become, you know, effectively, not only become a coach, but more importantly, how do you run a coaching business, a successful one that is sustainable? So all of these things that I've learned, you know, once again, from investing heavily in my own personal development, I've been through their programs, their masterminds, their experiences, I've sacrificed even when I didn't have it, you know, to, to, to put myself in position uh, because I knew that those seeds that I've planted, We'll come back to harvest. And um, and 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 the biggest asset I believe that we all have is, is is ourselves. Like this is this is the one thing nobody can take away. They can take my clothes away. They can take all that. But this right here, you can't take it away. And, yeah, that's uh, and awesome. I'm so grateful for that. So so did your uh, so speaking of kind of that, you know, in, in your own like um desire to help others so how did that when your mom she was a believer so did that Mm -hmm. just like kind of translate to you as you were growing up or is that something absolutely absolutely you know I think she was probably the first her my grandmother as well so there's three I call my three my three super women so I have my mother I have my grandmother who is 89 and I have my great aunt who is 90 um, she'll be 91 um, on Monday, and I'm actually flying her down here to spend the week with me for her birthday. Oh, fun! They live in Philadelphia, so um, those three super women are amazing women of faith. Actually, in my first book, I talked about them a little bit. My um, my Achieve Your Dreams book, this one. Yeah, yeah, tell us. Um, I actually talk about those three super women, and and they were so instrumental in foundation for me, you know, in learning um, about faith. Right. And, you know, and what I love about it and, I'm, and I, you know, as a believer, I think is really important. And I think that this is probably one of the things that, yeah, I'll say the church in general overall um, has had some challenges in, in kind of forcing religion upon our kids and into and, and, and other people. They never forced it. They allowed me 
they exposed me to it and gave me an opportunity to develop my own personal relationship with Christ. Right. And that was so critically oh. important. And, and it didn't, you know, I mean, of course they guided me down the right path and I went to Bible study and I did, you know, I did the, yeah, the yeah. normal stuff. Right. And I sung in the choir and I was a business manager for the choir when I was in college and all that kind of stuff. So it's followed me, you know, it's, it, I won't even say it's followed me. It, it is me. Right. It, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. part of me and it always will be. And I know that because of my faith, because of God's blessings, because of his mercy, because of everything, the gifts that he's given me, the skills that he's given me, the influence that he's given me, that's why I'm able to be exactly who I am. It, it would never be done had it been in my own mind. Um, so so faith, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a man of integrity. Faith is everything to me. And I and I have no problem saying it. You know, I don't want people to get, you know, oh, I'm not going to say that. Don't say the G word or don't know. Yeah. Nah, I'll say God all day long because awesome. <laughs> I'm so grateful and so blessed. And every That's day cool. I wake up, I thank him. First thing I do, get on my face and I, and I, and I thank him for another day for blessings. I do a, uh, you know, a quick prayer. And then I also do a meditation in the morning. So I'm really big on um, routines and, and, and rituals that really you know, push me uh, to become centered. And I'm going to tell you that backbone of faith is, is what keeps me when people say no, right? When they don't buy a course or a program, oh, yeah. they don't, you know, you know, when they don't do, you know, what I quote unquote, you know, desire for them to do. When I don't get the corporate training opportunity, when the TV deal falls through, when all these things happen, that that's the one thing that I can always depend on. When my kids act crazy because they're normal, right? <laughs> you yeah. know, and I have to I have to center myself, right? When I have utter disappointment, when I lose a loved one, you know, when all these things happen, um, when we go through a global pandemic, right? <laughs> when all these things ultimately happen, um, you know, it's, I think it's truly our, our faith. And it's interesting that God really talks to me a lot in those moments, especially in those moments that I'm at. Uh, and it's kind of, I'm, I'm reminded of a song um, uh, that says, I give myself away. Um, mm -hmm. It's a song that says, I give myself away. Um, and, and, and in it, that's what I feel like he pours into me. So therefore I can give myself away, but I can only pour out of my cup. Right. What's being if you're filled my... up with him. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a perfect segue. You were talking about like routines and stuff to talking about procrastinating and getting things right. done. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit more about your methodology and how you, you know, kind of coach people into being not a procrastinator and mm -hmm. being, you know, more on task, more focused. Mm -hmm. And like, and also we can talk a little bit about how that relates to moms and, you know, their lives and kind of with the different things that they deal with. Awesome. Okay. Great question. All, all great questions, guys. I can go on forever about this stuff. So <laughs> number one, I think when, when you really talk about uh, the process, you know, and I joke around, especially when I speak at churches. So I say, get sugar, honey, iced tea done. Um, they like that. They think it's cute. Um, so, you know, so I, I, I play around with that. Um, yeah. But but let me first reintroduce myself. Ladies out there, my name is Chris Cooper, and I am a recovering professional procrastinator. <laughs> because I am. You know, I was the one who, you know, literally would wait to the last minute to do everything. You know, I still struggle with it at times and have to read my own words to remind myself, 
You know, yeah. what, you know, because we're always, we're forever a work in progress. Never forget it. No one is a guru in everything. You have to remind yourself of these techniques, these strategies, et cetera, right. because it's very, it, it can happen. You know, I was the one that was the perfectionist. I know a lot of moms, especially moms, you're perfectionist, right? And, and, and you may wait to do stuff because you want it to be perfect. You're not going to take the, the the big step until you know all the things are lining up. Right. I know what it's like also to to be the one that that lies to myself. And yes, I'm calling it a lie that says I work best under pressure. Give me a break. None of us really work best. Who are, who really wants pressure? Like, honest, think about it. Who really wants to be under a pressure cooker situation? Even right, people right. that say they get the thrill from it, you really don't want it. <laughs> the thrill yeah. is there because you know you have to do it, you know? Right, and right. Uh, one thing I learned from Tony, this is from Tony Robbins in particular, is he talked about uh, the fact that people have standards. And, and, w- and when he said that, it, it clicked with me with my concept of procrastination. So it's not that I work best under pressure. It's that I have a standard of excellence that I have to put out. Whatever my output has to be indicative of who I am and represent me. So okay. it just gets heightened and turned up when I'm under pressure, right? right yeah. And I have to deliver. So it's not the fact that I work best under pressure. It's that I want to deliver because I have a standard. A standard yeah, of excellence, yeah. a standard of power, a standard of, of 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 who I am and what I'm supposed to do. Right. So so for me, that procrastination. Look, I procrastinated on writing a book about procrastination. <laughs> it took me six months to even get the ball rolling on it. And it's, I know it sounds funny, but it's I I, I just like to be as, as authentic and genuine as I can uh, because that's it, you know. And you joked about when you when you when you opened it up and I was in your mail because the book I start out with like you might be a procrastinator if. You know, if you bought this book six months ago and you're just picking it up, right? <laughs> if 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 you think that you know that you know that that um, that tomorrow is a good time to get started, no, guess what? <laughs> when would now be a good time to get started? Right. right? When would now, like right now, right? So so in, so all of these types of things are so critically important. And, and as I and as I dive deep um, into, like I said, learning the, these skills and, and I didn't make it overly complicated, as you know, um, in the book, I, I yeah, really broke it down. So you know, yeah. The book is like a super easy read and, and you could definitely just like go back through it and use it as like yep. a, a walk through it whenever you need it to whenever, help you stay on exactly, track. That's what I wanted. Cause I know that people get overwhelmed with how to's and all sorts of kind of stuff. So I wrote it in a way I said, you know what, let's just talk about how to get stuff done sooner, faster, <laughs> better, together and now that's it like that, yeah. that like that's all I did and like I said you know the self-assessment was there um but but to your point um I think one of the biggest reasons why a lot of women in particular we all do and men mm-hmm. as well but definitely women um uh, procrastinate is that we don't understand the residual effects of it sometimes right so wow, that's you know, so true. I mean I mean especially you know um I'll speak to stay-at-home moms in particular and you know Stay-at-home moms are superheroes to me. Like I, like I look, I bow down before your presence and that kind of <laughs> stuff. Because managing a household, especially if there's children and activities and school and dinner and and and, and keeping a husband, I mean, just just all these things, right? Juggling all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But men, sorry, I'm sorry, guys. We're not made. We're just not made the same way. We're not. Sorry, we're not. It's okay. <laughs> I know there are some supermen out there that can do it too, 
But let's just say overall, I believe that that's something that God has blessed women <laughs> with the ability <laughs> to execute on, on, on an amazing thing. And, and I say that because sometimes we don't think about the, the cost of procrastination, right? The missed opportunities, right? The missed relationships, the missed uh, things that just didn't come together because we waited to the last minute, right? Mm -hmm. Because you say, oh, I'll do it later. Oh, I'll do it later. And then it's mm -hmm. a month and then it's two months, then it's next year. Um, mm -hmm. And then especially like think about why why are everybody's New Year's resolutions the same every year? Everybody's going to get out of debt. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's going to go back to school. Everybody's going to make more money. Everybody's going to lose weight. Like 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 it's the yeah. same stuff over and over and over again because we don't have the sustainable habits and systems to support us in accomplishing those particular goals. Right. So right. for me, you know, I have a system that I call my get shit done system or my GSD system, and um and and it's one. <laughs> where I, I really break it down into five major areas. So it's funny that no matter who I coach, no matter whether it's an organization, it's actually training too, no matter who I coach or who I train, um, it's the same five steps. I don't care who they are, what they are. And I've been wow. blessed to, you know, to have clients on five different continents from multi-million dollar CEOs, celebrities, athletes, all the way to college students and stay-at-home moms and just everything in between. And and I realized that there's some commonalities in my approach and my system. And if I do the same things, I may do different exercises or different ways of implementing it, but it's mm -hmm. still the same five things, right? Yeah. So for me, everything begins with psychology. That is the, that is the, that is, and I'm going to give you the system first and I'm going to give you ladies something special. I'm going to give you six quick tips to, to GSD, as I call it. I'm going to tell you the tips after I give you the, the, the process, right? Nice. So, so the process is simply this psychology. Psychology is so critically important because at the end of the day, success is 80 percent psychology and only 20 percent mechanics, meaning our mindset, our physiology, what we focus on, what we believe, our thoughts and our language. When I, that's when I say personal psychology, I'm talking about all of those things wrapped up into one, because if you don't have the proper psychology, none of the other stuff that I, that I tell you is going to work. It's just not going to work. It doesn't happen. Right. So so for me, so like, if you don't have the mindset if you're not ready to, to think about it or you're depressed or you're not ready to change or you're just overwhelmed or all those things, you you can't really execute on anything else. You can't. And, and you and you and you will procrastinate. Right. And procrastination. I, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you. At the end of the day, procrastination, you probably read in the book, is a disease. Mm -hmm. It's a disease. And the only cure for it is action. Mm -hmm. It's action. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's stopping. It's evaluating, right? It's assessing mm -hmm. the situation. It's creating a game plan. It's implementing after that, right? Whether, right. think about it, whether you're tackling the laundry <laughs> or you're tackling a business plan, you know, your stay-at-home mom decides you want to start a bit, like, like it's it's all the same. It doesn't matter, like, the, the, the output or the result that you're looking for. It's the same methodology, the same strategy. Mm -hmm. Tactics may be different. The tactics may be different, but the strategy overall begins with your mindset and the okay. power of psychology and personal psychology. And I'm going to tell you, whether you realize it or not, all these super successful individuals in the world, they... What the number one thing, if you notice, they all talk about it's mindset, every, yeah. every single one of them, no matter who they are, no matter what they feel, the finance gurus, the relationship gurus, the productivity gurus, the business gurus, the health and wellness gurus, like, you know, they all say it's it's here. You know, yeah. it, it, no, I've noticed that lately. Yeah, yeah. I've been to some business conferences with our yep. business and it's just like, I can't believe how much they're talking about belief, you know. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's, and it's a lot of beliefs that you have to have. Right. And, and I think one of the biggest beliefs, um, and this is just me personally, number one, you got to believe in God. I'm sorry. Like, like faith is, is, is a center, a, a centered principle, even individuals that are not believers that are in business, if they're successful in business, whether they realize or not, they're using biblical principles. That is that, absolutely that true. That's, yeah, that's what I've it, really but, noticed. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they are. They're literally u- utilizing biblical principles. Mm-hmm. And because they're utilizing biblical principles, it, it's so it, it's so key that I believe this is, look, belief in God, belief in myself, and belief in my business and my ability to change lives. That's it. That's That's my belief. If you break it down, <laughs> belief in God, belief in myself and belief in my ability, my company, my skill set, my whatever it is that I and my company and, and things that I can do to deliver. That mm-hmm. is that's where my belief system lies. And I think it's critically, like you said, and it all starts with that psychology. So guess what? I am I'm 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 being very mind when I talk about personal psychology, I'm talking about being very mindful of what I focus on, right? I'm being very mindful of what I believe, what I allow into it to end to infiltrate this right the, 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 this, this this temple right i'm very mindful guess what of what i say not only out loud what i say inside yeah yeah self-talk that right. stinking thinking <laughs> you know all yeah. those things that you know so you may not say it out loud but if you feel like oh, i'm not good enough oh, i'll never be able to do that and you don't have to say it out loud but if you say it yeah internally that it, it, it plays over and over again i used to do a lot of work with youth and um, and one of the things in youth, uh, they talk about specifically in middle school age that, you know, self-esteem is a really big thing. Right. And mm-hmm. and middle schools, we know, can usually make you or break you. Like some people just never want to go back there. Like it was right. hell on earth. For, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a new middle school or something like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. OK, so just pray for me every day. Right. right. <laughs> and, and and one thing about middle schoolers, they did a, some studies. And they were talking about negative comments versus positive comments. So check this out. For every one negative comment, for somebody to tell somebody you're ugly, you're 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 poor, you're unable, you're incapable, for every single negative thought, it mm-hmm. took 22 to 27 positive things to counteract that one negative. Wow. So check that out. Just think about that. You heard I'm ugly one time. You have to hear you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're pretty, you're beautiful, you're awesome, you're awesome, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're calm, you're, oh my gosh, you're awesome, you're incredible, you look great, you're awesome, you're pretty, you're, think about, all, I have to say all of that to counteract that one negative. So and that's why. It happen. Exactly. Almost never. See, so think about that. So that's why this mindset, and that's why, like I said, everything that I do starts with psychology at that level. What we're saying, what we're believing, what we're focusing on. All those, our physiology, you know, how we're sitting, you know, even how we move our body, water, like water intake, like all of that stuff. It's all a part of it because every successful individual that you've ever met and you call, you can say success or significant or whatever words you choose. Guess what? They literally have created that identity for themselves. They created whatever that identity is. They created the super mom identity. They created the amazing boss lady Right. They created the, you know, the, 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 the amazing wife. They, they created all of those types of things consciously. And then they become what I consider to be unconsciously competent, where it literally becomes you so much that you just do it automatically. And it just it just flows out of you. So psychology wow. is so critically important. Now, once we get your mindset, now we can start. Then we can get to work now. So now we got your mindset in check. The second <laughs> step in my process is we got a plan. 
We've got to make some plans. You've heard the old adage, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail. It is. And so many people plan and or I won't say this, not only plan, um, but they plan to plan, which is crazy. Right. You know, yeah. oh, I mean, my gosh, but it happens so much. I mean, oh, my God, I better make a plan. I got to make a plan. I got to make a plan. I make a plan. I make a plan. And I'm going to tell you at the sidebar. I know this is kind of not related, but I think it is related. Um, one of the biggest plans that I think people don't have. And I, like I said, I, I can be very transparent um, when I think about uh, my marriage and why things didn't necessarily work out and that kind of stuff. I felt as though we had a plan for everything except for our relationship. Yeah. Financial plan. We had a, you know, business. Pl- I had business plans because I was, you know, running a business. We had indirect. We probably even had a parenting plan. We didn't realize we did. But we had, I mean, we had plans for everything except for the relationship. And the one thing and the one gift, and I'm going to say this to all the moms out there, to all the women out there, um, that I understand as a man uh, speaking into speaking life into each of you, the biggest gift that you can give your spouse, significant other, partner, et cetera, and the biggest gift they can give to you return is your authentic presence. Not your presence with a TS, your presence mm-hmm. with an NCE. And, and when I say presence, it's authentically being there emotionally. Right. Spiritually. Mm -hmm. Right. In part, like authentic. I think that is the biggest. If I had to redo everything over, I was paying the bills. I was changing a lot, changing the world. I was making everybody in the whole wide world feel great and awesome and all kind of stuff. But what was I doing at home? Right. Yeah. And and I think that 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 changes things. And we both, you know, nobody's not at fault, you know. Uh, But I think that just authentically, because I for me, I was always so forward thinking about what's next. got to make the money. got to do this. Gotta, I was so boom, boom, boom. I was yeah. there, but I wasn't there, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and so when I say planning, so I deal with couples too. And um, and one of the things that I talk about, what's your relationship plan? They're like, what? A relationship plan? Well, why would I have one? No, you need that. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you need to put that. Everything else is important. Your relationship is important as well. You know, mm-hmm. usually people always focus on health, wealth and relationships. That's what they usually focus on, health, wealth, right, and relationships. Right, right, right. So, so understanding those things. So anyway, so the second part of my system, like I said, is indeed the plans. Now, we know, and I'm sure, Elaine, you know as well, a lot of professional planners out there, they got plans here, they got plans here, they got plans here, and they but don't- But they never do the plan. <laughs> anything with the plan, right? <laughs> so that's why I have the third step in my system, take action. Action. Take action. Check this out. If you see how we're building almost like a pyramid, we're taking action based on the plans, mm-hmm. which came from our psychology. Yeah. Right. So we're, we're, we're building up. Right. We're starting. Foundation is, is, is psychology. Next, mm-hmm. we have planning. Now we have action. Now, action is great. Right. People take actions all the time. The difference is the fourth part of my system. Consistent action. OK. Think about it. We add the layer of consistency. How can I consistently take actions based on my plan, based on psychology? So many of us, we got the plans. We got a good mindset. We can always yeah. use it up, right? But, and we take action, right? And guess what happens? We we start the business. We start the podcast. We, we put it out there. One episode happens. <laughs> five people show up. We're devastated. <laughs> it didn't work. I did all this stuff. I did all this work. I put this. So I got the studio set up. I got the lights. I got all that. And yeah, nobody yeah. listened. Nobody commented. Nobody even looked at it. Oh my God, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and we crash and we burn. 
Yeah. yeah. I remember that with uh, that. This was like a common theme with homeschooling because I would get so excited. You know, I'd like uh-huh. plan the year out and I'm planning all the mm-hmm. the lessons and I'm planning, you know, all the subjects and everything. And then when we get into like day, I don't know, maybe the after the first month and then I'd start mm-hmm. dropping subjects. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> pulling back on my expectations. And <laughs> but I'm telling you, the consistency makes it. Look. If I want six pack abs or eight pack abs, I can't do one sit up. I have to do sit ups over and over. I have to be. Also, when you're building a business, you know, for all the moms out there that want to build businesses, you have to be consistent in delivery, right? So the person that starts the podcast puts one episode out, doesn't put another episode out for a whole nother year. Nobody's going to follow you. They're not going to be engaged with you because you're not consistent. You're not consistently showing up, providing them ultimate value. So consistency is such a huge part of my system in that I help people be consistent in their action taking, which is based on the plan, which is based on the psychology. And then the coup de grace, the cherry on top, whatever you want to call it at the very top is a simple concept of accountability. Let me tell you, you will let yourself off so much. You will make excuses for yourself. You will do all kinds of craziness that will that will enable you and you will <laughs> enable yourself all the way to going all the way back to needing some more mindset training. <laughs> You'll fall all the way back down, right? That is so true. Accountability is everything. That's why I'm going to be honest. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a coach. I don't care who they are, what they're doing. You know, all that kind of stuff. You need a coach. And let me tell you something. If anybody that is a coach like myself tells you that you need to work with them or that you should work with them. First question you ask is, do you have a coach? A coach without a coach is somebody you run away from. Okay. Okay, (laughs) because how dare they expect for you to literally invest in them and their services and trust them if they're not doing the same for themselves? Mm -hmm. You know me right now. One, two, three, four. I may be getting a fifth one. I have four coaches right now <laughs> that coach me in different yes. parts of my areas to ensure that I'm able. Guess what? Because my system works, but the top, the top of my system is what? Accountability. I'm human. Guess what? I will even let my, even Mr. Recovering Professional Procrastinator will let himself off sometimes when my coach is going to hold, excuse my leg, hold my ass to the fire. Chris, you <laughs> said you were going to do it. Make it happen. Why is it not done? When is it going to be done? You know, and it's not like, they're telling me anything different. One of my mantras is that I think most of us know what to do. We're just not yeah. doing what we know. And most of us, we know what to do. We're just not doing it. So yeah. that accountability piece is huge. Having not only, I won't say a drill sergeant in your life, but a cheerleader and an individual that's able to give you different perspectives and help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And that account, and, and you know what, Elaine, all of us, we will do more for other people than we will for ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. My clients fear not preparing for my calls before they get on the call with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is legitimate fear. They're not going to show up unprepared, right? Because right. guess what? They don't want to let me down. And I, and I, and I, and I, I but, but me, I'm like, you're not, you're not letting me down. You're letting yourself down when you don't do that, right? Yeah. Uh, because you invested. You said you wanted this and I'm going to give, I'm going to always over deliver. I'm always going to go above and beyond, but I need your partnership in this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I also believe just from a coaching perspective that my job is not to tell you what to do. It's not. My job is to ask you the right questions mm-hmm. and give you the proper support, resources, et cetera, to bring to pass whatever you desire, whatever you want, to close that ultimately get, to help you make informed decisions as to what your next steps are. And I think that through my system, like I said, of the psychology, the planning, the action, the consistency and accountability, 
it just brings about supernatural, and I'm going to use that word, supernatural transformations in people's lives, businesses, relationships, finances, et cetera. And I'm so blessed. Like I said, I, I, I it's almost, I've had to start recording a lot more of my stuff because mm-hmm. I, I oftentimes forget what I said sometimes or what I poured into people because when I'm in the zone, my yeah, zone of yeah. genius, it is yeah. literally what I call digital divine download. That's I get cool. divine digital downloads just from from him to me, and I just come out and I just and I just and I just work with it. So yeah, that's the system. Like saying, like you you may not even remember what you said because it's almost like God's just speaking through you. Absolutely, and that's guess what? That's my superpower, right? And yes. if I wasn't a man of faith, that wouldn't be possible, right? Yeah, and it right. makes so much sense. So I know you're like Chris. That's cute. That's wonderful to have this awesome system or whatever. But you know what? Cut all of that stuff. I want the basics. Let me give you the bare bone, basic practical steps that I know that every woman out there is looking for. Okay. Cool. So here we go. This is, this is, this is the cheat sheet guys. I'm giving you all the cheat code. Your kids play video games. They, they, they have cheat codes for certain yeah. games. <laughs> the cheat code. You ready? Hope you have your pins ready. I'm giving you the cheat code <laughs> for winning, for moving beyond procrastination, uh, for getting stuff done, for getting sugar, honey, iced tea done, all that kind of stuff. And it really comes down to just six simple things. And I call them the six steps to GSD, right? And the first step is this. And you're gonna, and they're gonna match up with the system, so just understand it's there. The first step is this. You have to understand that a small step is still a step. That's number one. Now, why would I say that? Elaine, I'm saying that because of the fact that so many of us have these lofty goals and these aspirations. And if we don't get there tomorrow, we, we count ourselves out. Or if we don't right, do it all yeah. the time, if we we want to lose 300 pounds, I want to lose 300 pounds overnight. It's not going to happen. Even with surgery, you're going to still gradually, you know, have to, it, you have to, there has to be some changes. It's a iterative process. So let's say you want to lose weight and you're like, well, I can't run a marathon. Well, guess what? Walk around the block one time. And then guess what? Pat, 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 great job. Celebrate those successes along the way. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I think is just allowing yourself to be human. Okay. Allowing yourself to be human and understand that a small step is still a step. And that okay. step is going to get you to where you want to be. So that's number one. Number two, simply this. We just talked about it. Make plans. Mm-hmm. Make plans. You have to make plans for wherever you want to go, for whatever you want to do. It, guess what? If you don't have a plan, any, 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 any route will get you there. And you may not want to go down some of those routes, <laughs> you know, um, in order to yeah. save yourself a lot of heartache, pain, money, time, stress, energy, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So you got to ultimately make plans. The third step is simply this. Guess what you got to do? You got to tell somebody. I know that sounds crazy, right? But you, you got to ultimately tell somebody and well, actually, it can be number four. You can switch them around. But anyway, you got to tell somebody because you got to have somewhat of an accountability partner. Because once right. again, I told you, you will do more for other people than you will for yourself. I know right. when people do fit challenges, if you have to tell somebody how many steps you went that day and when three o'clock comes and it's, it's check in time, you yeah. don't want to be like, uh, I didn't do anything. She's like, oh, my God, what do you mean you didn't do anything? I did. I did five thousand steps. You're supposed to. You know, it's like like that accountability right, right, right. and tell some check this out. Tell somebody better than you or at least on your level or higher as to what you want. I know that sounds, I'm not trying to be, you know, hierarchical in it, but I'm just saying yeah. that somebody, you know, if you want to quit smoking or drinking, don't hang out at the bar with smokers and drinkers, right? <laughs> it's like, don't put yourself in the position where, where, you're, where you're self-sabotaging, right? So telling right. somebody is a good part of that system. It's really going to be number four. Uh, but number three or four, depending on how you want to look at it, 
is, is you got to follow through. And this is where a lot of us fail. 99.999% of us just don't follow through on our plans. Um, mm-hmm. So matter of fact, I'm going to reorder them for you. So number one, small step is still a step. Number two, make plans. Number three, follow through. And number four, tell somebody. Okay. Okay. Got it. Now, the other part about that is this. When you're following through, the, the assistance, I tell you, is, is coming from the accountability. But there's also something that we need. And usually most people can't follow through unless they have some kind of marker, right? People used to call them deadlines, right? Okay. I hate the word deadline because the root word of deadline is what? Dead. dead. <laughs> I don't want anything dead. I want living things, right? So I say due dates, right? And, and your audience, your people that you talk to, they're moms, right? Everybody's had a baby. So everybody knows that when you have a baby, guess what? It's a due date. And right. sometimes the doctor calculates it correctly. And sometimes it's miscalculated. But guess what? The prize is coming. The baby is coming. So this is also <laughs> talking about when I talk about this whole concept of being in, embracing your humanity, giving yourself some leeway. See, deadlines, people lock themselves into, oh, my God, I'm going to do this by April 1st. And if I don't do it by April 1st, I fail. And then I go, Woo, and I'm all the way back down to psychology again. Right. 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 No. Guess what? If I have to push it out to April 15th. Oh, well, I still got to my goal. Right. So understand that that awesome. due dates provides flexibility. So that's like number five is just having a due date that that may change. But the baby's going to come. The prize right. is ultimately going to. And the last thing, which I think is so critically important. Number six. Is this you have got to keep your goal in sight. Mm-hmm. You've got to see it. You've got to see it consistently over and over. You got to see it. You got to say it. You got to believe it until you achieve it. Awesome. <laughs> like literally, you, 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 you've got to get it where there is no doubt. There's no shadow of a doubt that you're, that you're not going to be able to accomplish it. You've right. got to get to the point that you are looking at, you know, whether it's a financial goal or that's why I love, I love vision boards. Like people love, you know, I love vision boards because a vision board allows you to basically see what you want. And, and guess what? Whatever you focus on, you're going to feel. And what you also focus on, you're going to ultimately achieve. The more you focus on it, it's going to show up because guess what? We have two minds, subconscious and our conscious mind. Mm -hmm. Our subconscious mind does not know right from wrong, up from down, orange from green, red from blue. If you tell your subconscious mind, I'm going to win this goal. I'm going to make over a million dollars in my business next year. I'm going to start the podcast. I'm going to be an award-winning, you know, number one best-selling author. If you tell it that, your mind believes it already. When I talk about earlier about the people that they they create the personas or the triads or whatever you call it, alter egos of who they are, that super mind, that big S on your chest, like that stuff is 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 strategic. And when you talk about this last step, they keep those goals in sight to assist them. In that process of creating that and making awesome and, and amazing things happen. So when I break it down, once again, step one, a small step is still a step. Step two, you got to make plans. Step three, you got to follow through. Mm-hmm. Step four, you got to tell somebody, hopefully somebody better than you <laughs> in, that, in that particular area. You know, step five, as I said, you got to have a due date. And then step six. One thousand percent. You've got to keep whatever that goal is in sight. Nice. Well, yeah. So we just actually started a 21 day new habit challenge in our Facebook group at Imagine Mom. Yep. If you guys want to search it on Facebook groups, it's Imagine Mom with an E. Mm -hmm. And we'll be doing that again. So that's been really cool. Like you said, it's helped people kind of develop a plan. 
and then, um, you know, be accountable every day. So like they have to check in with their score. It's the, it's five new habits each day. Like okay. it's habits, but they have to do the five each day. Right. So, you know, they can either have any score from zero to five uh-huh. and I record it. And then mm-hmm. whoever, you know, wins is going to get a cool shirt that says 21 Challenge Diva on it. I love it. All right. For the <laughs> challenge Diva. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm launching a new challenge too. my uh, GSD now challenge. Uh, nice. So so, so it went, by the time we air and all that kind of stuff, it's called the GSD now challenge dot com. And I'm, I'm walking people through the steps to guess what? Get shit done. Not later, but right now. And it's a five day challenge. And, and, and I dive more into some of the stuff that I discussed today, but you walk away ultimately with your GSD now plan and you're going to implement it. But you're not waiting at the end just to get a plan. You're, you're actually implementing the steps in the plan um, throughout. So, yeah, so I'm super excited about that as well. Uh, That's awesome. you know, yeah, yeah. The GSD now challenge dot com. So, cool. um, yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm totally in there with you. And I love the diva thing. Uh, I love it. that the, the happy divas. I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. So, yeah, I'll put that link and I'll put link mm-hmm. to your book and um, put a link to your Instagram or your, your, your tag so everybody can follow you. Yes. And um, we just appreciate you being here so, so much. Oh, my friend. I love it. I love your story and I love your energy. And I just love the, the, the really, you know, I feel the cool thing about the steps is that it's doable. Yes. You know, and that's what like, I was going for. I mean, I'll yeah. tell you this really fast. I know before we go, even the book, what the book is 128 pages. That's it. Because mm-hmm. most people won't read over 100 pages anyway <laughs> in a yeah. book. Right. I'm just saying, you know, like sometimes, you know, as adults, People outside of the books you had to read for kids, you know, in school, most adults do not finish an entire book an entire year, not even one book in a whole year. So you have to, to me, you have to make things practical. You have to make them implementable. (laughs) You have to make them things that individuals can ultimately do. And that's the way I think. I didn't, you know, yes, I come from engineering. I come from that super technical, all that kind of stuff. But I know at the end of the day, if I can tell somebody just simple stuff, like, you know, a small step is still a step, right? <laughs> Make some plans. Ultimately, you know, follow through on those plans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell somebody for accountability, have a due date, and keep your goal in sight. And that's how you can win. That's how you yeah. can beat this procrastination thing. That's how you can write the book. That's how you can move to the other country. <laughs> yeah. That's how you can change the job. That's how you can improve your relationship. That's how you can lose the weight. You know, if, if, if it's just those sim- those six simple things happening on repeat, right? On a cycle, repeat over and over and over and over again, over and over until it sticks, then I've done my job. That's awesome. That's the way I look at it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time. And My I know everyone's going to love it. So My maybe pleasure. we'll have you on again. You can talk about uh, co-parenting. That would be. I really- love it. That'd be a great thing. Like I said, everybody can find me at Chris Cooper Live on every single major uh, platform. Everything's Chris Cooper Live. Um, and uh, like I said, that GSD Now Challenge is starting and a lot of other good and great stuff that I'm relaunching and, and creating. So um, I look forward to uh, being of assistance. And Elaine, thank you so very much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right.
Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you loved the interview with Chris. I'm going to put the link to his brand new challenge, which starts November the 8th, 2021, and also the link to his all his social media so that no matter when you listen to this, you can connect with him and get so much value from all that he has to say through social media. Also, um, November 11th, Thursday, um, the 20 in 2021, if you're listening to this right now, don't forget to go to the Imagine Mom page on Facebook at 7 p.m. Central Time to listen to my new seminar on alternative forms of schooling. If you're kind of tired of the school that you're doing now and you need something new, I've got a lot of value for you. Also, if you're thinking about homeschooling, we're going to talk about how to get started. So that is 7 p.m. Central on Facebook Live on Imagine Mom page. And also, um, you can sign up at imaginemom.com school for the notes, the outline notes for that, and um, also the resources that I'm going to talk about in the seminar. So make sure you go sign up there. I hope that we get to see you at that, and no matter what, make sure you get join our Facebook group at Imagine Mom on Facebook. So have a great week, and make sure you share this with a friend.